Greetings, and welcome to the Continental Drift. I'm Andy Valver. The lazy days of summer are arriving early, and so this is going to be a bit shorter than usual because i got to get out to the pool. There's been so much sadness this week. My heart goes out to the parents in Texas. I'm not going to dwell on events there. It's everywhere in the media. You don't need me to rehash it all. It's just horrifying. Suffice it to say that the best line I heard this week was, if you want to get police to respond quickly in Texas, don't tell them there is a school shooting. Tell them a woman is driving into a Planned Parenthood parking lot to get an abortion. And all these shootings in the U.S. just reinforce for me why I do not live there anymore. In fact, as I was about to record this, there was another shooting. And you know it's just a matter of time that visitors to the U.S. will be asked at customs, is this business or pleasure? How long are you staying? What sort of handgun would you like while you're here? Yep, summer is here, and after two and a half long years, everyone is itching to get on the road and travel again. All the folks here in Europe who depend on tourism are grateful. I, for one, am grateful that I don't have to travel anywhere. Yes, I'm staying put. It'll be interesting to see if the travel infrastructure can handle everyone going on the road. Because... One of the big items in the news this week was the chaos at Amsterdam's Schiphol Airport. Apparently, they don't have enough security staff, and the lines to get through security have been insane. One traveler tweeted that it took them three hours to get through security, causing them to miss their flight. Then they had to pay 500 euros to rebook their flights, and to top it all off, the airport lost their luggage. I mean, just the other day at Schiphol, more than 500 flights were delayed and over 50 were canceled. Like I said, so thankful that I don't have to deal with that. Unfortunately, there are people traveling who don't want to travel. The Russians are bringing back a tactic they used in the Baltic nations of Estonia, Latvia, and Lithuania in 1941 and 49. Back then, they forcibly deported people to Siberia in cattle cars. Thousands and thousands of people were shipped off never to get home again. More than half were women and children and the elderly. Well, the Russians are doing it again. Now it's the Ukrainians who are being shipped to the Russian Far East. According to human rights groups, thousands and possibly up to a million have been forcibly sent to Russia and then on to the east of Russia, some to Sakhalin Island, which is off the east coast of northern Russia, others to Siberia. On the plus side, they probably don't have to go through security when transiting Amsterdam's Schiphol Airport. Too soon? Onward. Last week I talked about how CPAC, the Conservative Political Action Conference, held an event in Hungary, and how Hungarian President Viktor Orban said that Hungary was the bastion of conservative Christian values in Europe. And now in this week's Guardian, there's a piece about how a network of ultra-conservative, anti-abortion, and far-right organizations is building momentum in its quest to influence abortion policy in Europe. But it's not just abortion. It's gay rights, gay marriage, gay sex, sex education, and all those things that make life easier and happier for everyone. Religion is causing strife on the continent once again. We've seen this before for like the last 2,000 years. And how is it Christian to marginalize gay people, or anyone for that matter? 
And the way they talk about it, you could literally replace the term LGBTQ with the word Jew. And all this is being done in Jesus' name. Apparently, hypocrisy is a Christian value. Euronews had an interesting item about military procurement. I remember growing up in California, and during the Vietnam War protests, there was a poster that read, It'll be a great day when our schools get all the money they need and the Air Force has to hold a bake sale to buy a bomber. Well, in an odd twist to the bake sale, now there is crowdfunding. Hundreds of Lithuanians are chipping in together to buy an advanced military drone called the Bayraktar for Ukraine in its war against Russia. In just three days, they raised three million euros out of the five million they needed. But this is nothing new. The British used the same system during World War II to get Spitfire fighter aircraft. The public was encouraged to contribute a few shillings to a fund to pay for a piece of a Spitfire. What goes around comes around. And we know how that war turned out. One of the unintended consequences of the Russian invasion might actually be intended according to the European Commission. Brussels is accusing Moscow of weaponizing not only energy exports but also food supplies. Speaking in Davos, EU Commission President Ursula von der Leyen said Russia is now withholding its own food exports as a form of blackmail, keeping back supplies to increase global prices or seeking to trade wheat in exchange for political support. Von der Leyen accused Moscow of deliberate sabotage in Russian-occupied Ukraine. She said the Kremlin's army is confiscating grain stocks and machinery. Russians' artillery is bombarding grain warehouses in Ukraine deliberately, and Russia's warships in the Black Sea are blockading Ukrainian ships full of wheat and sunflower seeds. You know, the Russians really are the Cardassians of this planet. Finally, this item. If you're going to be driving in Europe this summer, CNN has a story about a poll which asked Europeans who are the worst drivers on the continent. Survey says 42% of Polish drivers said it was every man for himself. 70% of British and Spanish people had something negative to say about drivers from other countries. But the most critical were the Greeks, 91% of whom had critical things to say about their fellow European drivers. But if you are going to Greece, pay attention, because 77% admitted that they make calls, and 83% said that they use their smartphones while driving. Talk about the pot calling the kettle black. That's it for this week. Be careful out there. Thanks for giving me some of your precious time. I'm Andy Valver, and this is The Continental Drift.